welcome to our first episode of Cornell Thank You. This is Stephanie and Michelle, and we're so excited to start this podcast together and to share with you what we love about Cornell. And hopefully um, you'll hear from a lot of people that we know that are current alumni or students of Cornell or a combination of both. But we thought for this first podcast, we would talk a little bit about ourselves and how we met and our Cornell experiences. And then future podcasts, you'll hear from other people. That's right, Steph. So let's just jump right in a little bit with how you and I met and sort of the history of our friendship. And I think that we met shortly after midnight into our sorority. And we and two others had the misfortune of living on North Campus, which at the time was the boondocks. Uh, There were very few freshmen living up there. And, but for us, I feel like it worked out great because we walked to and from the sorority house together and we met for dinner a couple of times a week. And that was a really great way to get to know each other, even apart a little bit from the rest of the sorority pledge class. Where did you live? Well, I lived in Donlin Hall, which was North Campus. And it was a big freshman dorm. I actually, I remember when I got my housing assignment, my mom thought that my roommate's name was Mary Donlin, but no, that was the name (laughs) of the dorm. And it was actually a really fun dorm. I liked it a lot. It was a little bit away from all the goings on of West Campus. Now I know things are different now, but it was a great fun dorm. Um, So I I really enjoyed that. So you lived in North Campus, but you were in one of the high rises, right? Yes, I was in high rise five, much to my dismay. It was not the Cornell big dorm experience at all. Although there were some very nice people in the dorm. Um, I kind of was bummed out living there until I met you, right? You were right there. And, um, but I don't feel like any of our sorority pledge sisters ever came up to North campus to hang out. We were like, exactly. West campus is where it was happening. Yes. And so we were sort of always feeling a little bit removed, but we had each other, which was great. And like you said, we were closer to the sorority house, which was nice. Yes. We met each other, I guess, during pledging, right? Yeah, probably early on in pledging. Um, and there were two others that lived on North Campus with us. So the four of us sometimes, you know, walked back and forth. But I think, you know, that we bonded quickly because we had those walks together, you and I. And um, we also bonded over Taco Tuesday at RPU. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, it was like, I probably wouldn't have chosen it at the time, but I feel like looking back, I'm really glad it worked out that way. I am too. And so our listeners should know that not only did we become friends freshman year, but we lived together in the Sorry House sophomore year. So we got to know each other very well then. And I, I would say that's probably my fondest memory is that year living in the house. Oh right? my God. Uh, first of all, um, we thought our room was the place to be. Our room <laughs> was kind of crazy with the loft or whatever, but we, we, I mean, it was the greatest. I thought that was the, really one of the greatest experiences on campus. I thought um, we lived next door to our friends, Joanne and Nicole, which was a lot of fun and just, yeah, there's nothing like it. There was really nothing like that experience of living in. And Greek life is not for everyone. I mean, you know, we had friends that were not in Greek life, but for us, um, it was a huge part of our Cornell experience, wouldn't you say? Yes, for sure. But I agree with you. We had friends in and out and in other houses too. And, and I think it's you know, probably the same now too. You don't have to um, 
live in a sorority or fraternity house, but it, it definitely was. Those were good times. Those were really fun. So for our listeners, you'll be hearing from some of our sorority sisters and some other friends of ours that were in Greek life or not in Greek life that we knew from different phases of our life at Cornell. But one thing I think we would like to do is ask questions about their Cornell experiences. So maybe you and I will share a little bit of ours by asking each other some of these questions so our listeners know what to expect. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to ask you, I mean, some things that I know the answers to, but I'm also going to be interested yeah. to see like the retrospective twist on them now. So yeah. I would say, I would let you know, say what your major was and then, you know, what you did with it or, or didn't do with it. I'm curious. Well, I was a psychology major in arts and sciences and I had started out as an econ major and I just didn't like it. It was so boring. And I took psych 101, which anyone who went to Cornell in our generation, and even probably for the next decade or two afterwards would know Professor Moss's Cornell 101 class. And it just, I was captivated. So I ended up becoming a psych major and took all sorts of psychology classes, never really intending to be in the psych world, but I ended up going to law school. And I think having a psychology background really helped me. And still to this day, I use stuff that I learned in some of those psychology classes. Yeah, for sure. I have to say, I don't know if I ever knew that you switched majors. Yes. Well, I never did. De- I don't remember if we had to declare it. I never was officially declared an econ major, but that was my intent going in. Right. And I think you had to kind of apply to a major because I started out in human ecology as a policy analysis. Okay. Major. And that lasted about a minute because I don't think I knew what policy analysis was. I got there and I was like, um, how do I sign up for HDFS, which now I think is just called human development right? But then with human development and family studies. And I agree with you. I never planned to go the whole clinical psychology route. Um, but I did coach sports for 10 years. And I feel like that really helped me understand the, the mindset of little kids, even up to adolescence. Um, and then, you know, now I volunteer in the Pediatric Cancer Infusion Center. And again, I feel like I bring a lot of those skills that I learned in that major to that setting. So I don't regret that at all. You loved your classes, I remember. Loved major classes. Yeah, I did. I did. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. But at the time, like, I think if you had asked me back then, I would have said, I should have done communications because then I went into advertising and PR. But now I'm so thankful that I didn't. And now Cornell has a business program um, that we didn't have back then at the Johnson School. If you wanted to study business, I think you had to be in the ag school and do AGF or something like that? I think so. Yeah, there really wasn't, there was no kind of pre-law or no pre-business right. majors, but I, I don't know that you needed it. I feel like people that wanted to go into business or like you did law school, you got everything that you needed in the majors that they had. I agree. I agree. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. And um, did you do a minor? No, I didn't. I mean, I took, in, in arts and sciences, we had to take all sorts of liberal arts classes. So I did a lot of um, history and poli-sci and struggled through science. I hated any science class that I had to take. Mm, me too. So, and, and I took some in the other schools as well. But no, I didn't have a minor. Did you? No, I didn't. I was going to do, I think, an education minor because at the time they had that education major there. Um, but they don't have that anymore. And I was going to maybe do a minor in that, but I don't, there, there was so many, I don't know. There was so many requirements as it was. I felt like 
just stayed the course and that way I could take as many electives as I wanted to. Right. I didn't want to be pinned down. Um, did you ever TA anything in the psychology department? I did. I TA'd Psych 101. So Professor Moss was my advisor. So I TA'd Psych 101, which was really fun. For those listeners who are students that um, did not experience Professor Moss's class, it was 2,000 students in one class, which I think held the record for the largest college attended class, something like that. Um, and it was very multimedia at the time, which was in the you know, late 80s, um, the way he used media and film clips and all that was pretty revolutionary. So I TA'd that. And I think that was the only class I TA'd. Did you? Um, yes, I TA'd wines and beer with oh. our friend Liz, right? Oh. Having never taken the class. I literally would get like a stomachache and a panic attack before every class because people would ask me about vineyards and I had no idea. I mean, I, I, I was doing it for like, I thought it was just like setting up wine glasses and getting paid and I thought that would be fun. Um, and as I was pouring the wine and, and you couldn't get into that class, it was so hard. So um, TAing at least I thought would expose me to a little bit of it, but they would ask me specific questions and I would, you know, run outside and say to Liz, you know, quickly, which vineyard, is, I had no idea. It was a hotel class with uh, Professor McCoskey, who was a legend, and you had to be 21 to take it. And it was really hard to get in. Um, but I did enjoy it. It was like a complete social scene, especially because everybody was drinking. Right. And um, yeah, but I just remember feeling wildly uninformed and inadequately able to answer any questions. Yeah, there aren't too, too many 21-year-olds that know a ton about wine but as a TA you would be expected to have some knowledge <laughs> nobody told me that yeah nobody, that's not how it was presented it was like you set up the cups you take the spittoons and that's it I wasn't counting on a giant inquiry so speaking of drinking what was your favorite bar would you say in college town yeah I think hands down Ruloff's right right yeah you, would you agree with that yeah well, there were different bars for different nights you had your Dunbar's for the kamikaze shots, if I remember, Johnny's. We seem to gravitate to Ruloff's mainly. Yeah, there was Dino's. Sometimes we went there for a mixer, maybe. Um, I think I was in Johnny's maybe three times. Really? I feel like we went there more, no? Oh, and then I just don't remember. Imagine of Johnny's. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but sadly, some of those are not there anymore, and the Nines isn't there anymore. But uh, it'll be interesting to see when we have younger people come on the show, what they say about College Town and the bar life. And I feel like it was a pretty big part of our life in terms of the social scene. For certainly as juniors and seniors, it was a big part. For freshmen and sophomores, I would say no. Um, but for one of age or close to of age, going to College Town was our nightly activity for the most part. And from what I understand, it's changed a lot. Yeah, I think you're right about that. What would you say, if you had to say your favorite college town restaurant, but also on-campus eatery, what were your favorites? Well, for on-campus, I remember, well, of course, Hot Truck was yes. legendary. Oh, God, I loved Hot Truck. How did you order yours? Well, I like the PMP with G&G. &G. Yeah. Just there's you know, solid... PMP sandwich with a little bit of grease and garden, which is mayo and lettuce. I know you would never eat the, the mayo. <laughs> Not like mayo. I know that about her from living with her. 
But um, so I loved, I loved um, hot truck. And then I remember going to the straight and just getting whatever I wanted at the straight. And then I, I have a, such a memory of you and I just hanging out on the stairs in the straight for hours, just as people kind of came by and just hanging out if it was nice weather. I agree with you. I feel like that was a lot of the social scene was just incidental running into people there. That's right. And I feel like um, I also, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like did, so we traveled often in a group of six of us. We lived together like close to each other in the house and then later on in college town. And so we, we spent a lot of time together. I remember eating at the Big Red Barn often because it was up towards Martha Van and it was up towards the Ad Quad. Did you go there often or was it too far from the Arts Quad? I feel like you all ate there more than I did because it was close to where you were having your classes. I was more in the center of campus near the Arts Quad. That's what I remember. I do remember eating lunch at Big Red Barn, but I don't remember being there a lot. And it was all sandwiches. A lot of sandwiches. Right? And I'm not really a sandwich person. And in fact, like, I remember getting turkey and brie, which is maybe the last thing I would order right now. I don't like brie anymore. Oh, I still like brie. And I love a good sandwich, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, know. The dining yeah. hall served me well. But we also loved going into college town. I remember your favorite Greek salad, of course, is? I mean, souvlaki house for sure. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Something so just good about it. I know. And when I go there now um, to visit, I always take one home and I bring one to my husband and I bring one to our friend Mickey who lives locally because I go up more often than she does. And you just can't replicate it. I know. You it, you would think it would be easy because it's basically chopped iceberg lettuce and a, some dressing and tomatoes. But yeah, it's just good. It's good. It's and that, that environment was nice and uh, their pizza was so good. I think that's my favorite off-campus place. And College Town Bagels, we used to go all the time, which I think is now not there anymore. Or... I think it's, you know, we're going to have to double check that. I think that there is College Town Bagels. It may have gone under a renovation. Oh, okay. But I feel like I see posts from, it might be like CTB or something now, but um, I do feel like it's still there, at least in some form. Did you go to a lot of sporting events? Football, basketball? Hockey. That is a huge regret of mine. I feel really? like, yeah, because now I find I put college sports on all the time and I'll watch any team at any time, anywhere. I don't care if I know the school or not. March Madness is like one of my favorite times of the year. And I didn't do nearly enough of the college sports at Cornell. So I would say I went to a handful of men's basketball games and unfortunately no women's basketball games that I recall. We went to football for sure. And maybe I went to one hockey game. That's it. What about you? I to agree with you. I Football, we all went to, and that was the tailgating, and that was a whole scene. But just to go to a sporting event, I do. I think I went to one hockey game for all the accolades that the hockey team got, and lacrosse, maybe one. Basketball, a handful. I don't know why we didn't go to more. I know Cornell's not known for its big-time sports, but certainly for hockey and lacrosse, they are were in the conversation for Division One leaders. I don't know why we didn't do more. You're right. I, I think I went to more of like the after season playoffs of men's lacrosse than I did on campus. 
which makes no sense. I don't, yeah, that's, that's really like a regret of mine is that we didn't do more of that stuff. And maybe we just didn't have the time at the time. Do you have any other regrets of your years there, things you did, did or did not do? What about study abroad? I only regret not having that experience, but I do not regret leaving and, not ha- and missing out on my time with you guys. So since none of us, well, Lizzie went, yes. Lizzie went, but outside of that, the five of us stayed. So had we all gone, I would have gone. Yes, I, my kids, two of my kids have done study abroad experiences and I see what ex- that experience can be. And so if we had thought it through and gone together, probably would, would have been really fun. I agree um, with that. That's, that's like a, I'll give that a medium regret. Okay. Medium regret. But, I, and I will um, attach on to that, that since we didn't do that, why didn't we do it after we graduated? Yes. Right? Why didn't we take a trip? Yeah, know. that would be my one. I think one question we'll, we'll probably ask our guests is, do you have any advice for seniors? And one piece of advice I would say that I wish someone had given to me is that as a graduation is approaching and you're getting ready for that transition in your life and you're getting sad that your college days are over, it would have been nice if something that summer to look forward to for our friend group to have done together, to travel together or rented a house together or something. Cause we sort of graduation came and we sort of said goodbye and we may have seen each other over the summer a bit, but we didn't have a big thing to look forward to. I completely agree. And I will piggyback onto that. that The reason that happened is that we were all so obsessed with getting jobs and starting jobs right away. Right. And I don't think we needed to do that. You know, I felt like I had to graduate and then start working the following Monday morning. And, and that I think is a mindset that I would say to seniors now, like, don't do that. Give yourself a little time. As you say, give yourself something to look forward to with your friends. So it's not so uh, so much of a bummer. Did you start working right away? I don't remember. Yeah, I did. I started working like within a couple of weeks. Yeah. And there was really no rush. Right. Right. So, yeah. So I agree with you. That's great advice for the seniors. What advice would you give a freshman? Wow. Well, my daughter is a freshman now in college. So is yours. And I guess the advice I gave her is really to soak up all that college has to offer. College is academics first, but so much more. And so if there's a lecture on campus or a party on campus or a restaurant you wanna try, like go for it, try it, experience, meet new people. Now, of course, COVID threw a wrench into all the freshman plans for this year. So it's advice that's sort of non-COVID advice. But I would really say to look at college as an opportunity to soak up a lot of different experiences and you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into one thing. How about you? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. My, I guess mine would be kind of similar. And I would say to the freshmen exactly what you said, which is if there's a lecture, it's okay to do that and do your work later or take a couple of hours off and not worry about it. Because I think when you don't, tell yourself you're going to take that time and the whole time that you're doing something else you're worrying about what you're not doing that's great I actually that's good advice I do tell my kids be where you are so if you are studying just put in the time do it and then if you're not studying don't be thinking about it enjoy what you're doing when you're doing it oh I like that I like be where you are that's that's good yeah that's really good that's really good 
Mish, do you have any embarrassing moments that you remember from Cornell? I mean, I don't have a ton of them, but I have like one big one and you were a big part of it. Uh I would say um, it was our acting class. Remember yes. we took that. And by the way, you were excellent. You were excellent. And you were free and you were comfortable. And, and I was just a bundle of misery in there. Do you remember? I like could not let myself go. Why did, it was senior year. I remember that. Why did we take that class? Did we need some sort of credit or did we just do it on a lark? Yeah, I think it was a lark. I think it was like, this is going to be fun. It's not going to be tons of homework. But then you get in there and you had to have a conversation in gibberish. Do you remember? And then you had to um, belt out the lyrics to a song as a TV evangelist. You did American Pie. You were great. And I, like, I, I think I did Stairway to Heaven. It was so awful. And I real and then the and the final was like an intimate scene with a member of the opposite gender. Yeah, like intimate. I, I don't know. I, to me, that entire class was my most embarrassing moment. It's so funny because you are the funniest person that I know, and that all of our friends would agree with me. So it, you must have felt inhibited and uncomfortable by this scenario because you're funny when you're just being you, and maybe thank you. Have you. To- take the direction and just do something you didn't want to do, you felt uncomfortable. Yeah, let me be funny on my terms. Exactly. I don't want to make a jackass out of myself. And that class was really, that was tough for me. So, um, but I, I thank you. Yes, I think that we have our most and our best laughs when we're just hanging out. We are lucky that college brought us together and the other friends that we made. I met my husband in college. I mean, college is really a time where you can meet the most important people in your life. So I am very thankful for that. Yes, I am too. And do you get back there often? No, I've been back a couple of times in the last 30 years. I don't live in the Northeast anymore, so it's harder to get there. But I did go back in the last couple of years and I was so happy for the things that hadn't changed. I was so impressed for some of the things that had changed in the development of the campus. And I was sad for some of the things that weren't there anymore. I guess that's how a lot of alumni probably feel, but the campus is gorgeous. And I just have such a happy feeling in my heart when I'm there. How about you? I agree with you. I agree with you. I feel like in the early years when we had young children, the weekends were filled with their sporting events. So there was never really a chance, I would say even for 15 years, really, there were no free weekends to just run up there and, and visit. So I would say now I'm up there at least once a year and I love it. And I agree with you. Some of the stuff that's not there anymore is a huge bummer, but there is an energy on that campus. And um, we have so many friends whose kids are there. And I love when I'm on campus to be able to see them and see how they love it the way we used to love it. It's a special place for sure. So we thought to end the podcast, we would ask our guest, since the podcast is called Cornell Thank You, to say what you're thankful for from Cornell. What would you say is your answer to that question? I mean, I would love to be able to say, oh, it was the education. And and it was. It definitely opened up our minds to a lot of things. But I would say I am most thankful for the opportunity it gave for me to meet my friends, I mean, we didn't mention this earlier, but we have um, a text going on on a regular basis of probably 25 of us 
where we celebrate people's good news and birthdays, but we are very close and we care about each other. And there is a history there and a love there that came from growing up at Cornell, I think. What about you? I agree. I was looking for a well-rounded college experience with the academics and the social life and the Greek life and the relationships. And Cornell gave me all of that. So for that, I'm truly thankful. Yes. All right. Well, I'm so glad we had this chance to um, to go back through some of these things. Some of the things, of course, I knew, but some of the stuff about you, I was like really happy to learn that for the first time. And it's going to be very interesting to see as we have guests on the show, what their recollections are or their advice or you know, the old perspective versus the current perspective. I'm really excited. I am too. Thanks for listening. Thank you.